This is episode 223 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dion Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel. Pitchforks are wholesome. Manzano. They kind of are. Will the complete game is... The, wait, oh, hold on. Will the complete game is the friends you made along the way, Hagwood? Should never put quotes inside of quotes. <laughs> and Ryan, no AC mean, no AC need air mattress, Stanizuski. Yeah, uh, my basement is noticeably cooler without AC, and there's no bed in the basement. Therefore, probably gonna get an air mattress this week. That's right. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining hey, us to. So when you do air quotes inside of air quotes, does that mean like you got to go like, like two quotes, two quotes, like. Is that how it works? <laughs> quotes. I, I don't, I don't know. Now I'm just confused. What are we doing I can't with do our hands with this now? Or else I would. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but quotes inside of quotes. Yes. Exactly. Usually if it's quotes inside of quotes, it's, it's two and one so be more like this don't Being even don't oh, oh you going... you saved yourself the <laughs> dodge the bullet on that one <laughs> oh man okay <laughs> all right we're, we're recording a podcast right let's go uh announcements Tatooine is coming up our next Galactic Championship qualifier it is September 4th it is an extended event and it is happening during the UTC plus 2 time zone uh, that's the same as Cape Town South, A South Africa uh, but those of you who are maybe not familiar with African time zones uh, don't freak out it's the same as uh, Germany right just above it time zones go up and down so uh, if you want to play come and join us I did see we have about 90-ish tickets sold at the moment. So if you wanted to jump in, the time is nigh. Limited target locks are still available. Also on screen for you all right now is our podcast or gold squadrons overall release schedule that we'll be following for uh, for the next couple months so that you know what is happening. So Mondays, of course, uh, in the morning, we're going to be dropping a replay from our streams, our game streams. Monday nights on Twitch, live right here, 8.30, so on and so forth. You can watch it right there. Those of you who are only listening, essentially, you get a some type of YouTube video every day, except on Thursdays, going to be dropping on our YouTube channel. And, of course, we are still live every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday on the Twitch channel, and sometimes on Sunday if we have events. Also, Gold Squadron Paint Wars is moving to Wednesdays release at 10 a.m okay we are no longer doing a youtube premiere like we have in the last four uh, for the first four episodes i know some people were like wait what what are you doing so after doing some research and experimenting essentially what we were discovering is that the early posting of the video was hurting our reach for the videos because what was happening is YouTube is calculating it as, well, it was the, the video was quote unquote posted when you 
like have the premiere open and it was hurting us because nobody was watching for those couple days because you can't watch it until it premieres it's super strange um but yeah this is going to be going up on our on our website it'll be posted on discord and all that but this will keep you up to date on that the only date, uh, excuse me, the only time on the schedule that is uh, going to be flexing sometimes, of course, that Saturday morning time, because if we have an event, then we might be starting at a different time, depending on the time zone, etc. But if it's normal, we start at 9 a.m. Um, and it is time to go ahead and jump into our uh, our topics. Actually, somebody here in the chat says, uh, Liba, would it be easier to stream it on Twitch? Uh, I don't want to stream it on Twitch because i need you to watch it on youtube <laughs> that's it's a youtube series so i need as many people on youtube if i stream it for you on twitch i'm hurting the youtube reach we're trying to build up the youtube channel which is why we are doing it and on thursdays we're going to start our paint wars community challenges we're going to be posting that on our instagram also on our discord and you can find more about find out more about that on thursday i will say no more our podcast is brought to you by our GSP patrons. Thank you to everybody who has become a patron. You can go to patreon.com slash gold squadron to get yourself set up with our next wave of gifts, which features Shadow Squadron. All right. We're jumping into our first topic of the day this week, my friends. We got three new pilots revealed by uh, AMG. So let's go ahead and, uh, and talk about them just a bit. The first one we're going to talk about here, Chorus... Cap, Capalum. What do we got here, Ryan? Chorus Capalum, the Gentleman Flyer. Initiative one, before you engage, you may choose one ship in your firing arc at range zero to one. If you do, transfer one green token from that ship to yourself. So notice it says one ship, friend or foe. So if you have a friend that hasn't used a green token, and you would like to use it when you engage, grab it from your friend. Or you could be Palab Jr. and start taking green tokens from enemies. Granted, they likely have engaged already, so have had the opportunity to use their tokens offensively or even defensively, since you might have other ships in your list that shoot before and force it to spend tokens defensively as well. So it's a Palab uh, light at most and with a little bit of flexibility on the friendly side as we know and have seen um there are plenty of times where there are green tokens on the board that don't get used by the end phase so chorus can make sure that he has a chance to use them through modification and swarm tactics or use swarm tactics correct that is a another combo potentially you can put with chorus to increase chorus to a higher initiative making that before you engage earlier and more deadly to the uh, enemy ships. So what, what do we think about this? I, I, this seems interesting to me. I, I did think of the swarm tactics idea there, Marcel. I, it being zero to one has me a little concerned of, on using it against enemy ships. You definitely want a turret. So at minimum, you're taking dorsal. I think you want to boost a lot to get closer to people so engine upgrade might be a thing you take as part of your intuitive interface combination which would help um i i think it's i mean minor spoiler i guess but like i think it's better than the other two we're going to look at 
it's the best of this lot. I don't think it's the best Y-Wing we've seen, but there's potential. All I right. think it could work well if you're not focusing solely on the Palob Light aspect, if you partner mm -hmm. with all those other previously shown named Y-Wings that like passing those calculates around everywhere. Uh, I'd have to look them up, but there's two of them. One that gets to send one back uh, in the back half and another one that just gets to move it around or the droid that gets to move it around. So might work in a squad that likes to move tokens around. All right, well, let's take a look at the next one. We got Kai Trinali. What do we got here, Marcel? We got a white wing. The Tenacious so Survivor. A... That, that it is, a Tenacious Survivor. After you fully execute a maneuver, if you move through a friendly ship, you may perform an evade action. So, um, uh, yeah. I mean, like Ryan said, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's got to be a friendly ship. It can't be an enemy ship. It means you're flying in formation with probably some other initiative tools to be able to choose who moves when. Um, and you have to fully execute the maneuver. It means you can't bump it. So I don't know. It, it, it's it's a lot to get an evade, one evade on a one agility ship. Um, meh. For people who don't recognize for some you know because it's not often played kai was also in the heralds of hope in a t70 at i4 mm -hmm. um, which is weird because it, i don't know if they're doing this on purpose but kai being at i2 and i4 is right around that nice i3 there's that a bunch of the resistance likes to fly formation or near each other so it's like they're dancing around allowing kai to be maybe easier with the leapfrogging each other at I3. So I think Kai was better at I4, barring the chassis, than at I2. I think there's more I4 in resistance than I2. You know what I think the most interesting thing about this, uh, this card is? In the background, we have a Ty Dorito. Actually, what is that? What's the actual? The Ty Dagger, right? Ty Dagger, yeah. <laughs> I'm calling now, like I said. The next set of resistance ships, Tie Dagger and Resistance B Wing. There you go. Yeah, some maybe uh, a dual pack. Uh, but yeah, so we see it. Uh, we see a Tie Dagger in the background. In fact, you see two of them. Um, so you know, I we I will tell you in uh, maybe Will you've seen it in our editing folder. I have a set of what if I was designing the Tie Dorito, what I would make it look like. Uh, I haven't released the video mostly because I haven't had a chance to sit down and record it, but, uh, I've been thinking about this one for a while and I have some ideas on what it could look like. I'm curious to see what AMG and excuse me, what FFG did, uh, when, uh, when it gets released, but that's Kai. And then last but not least, we got one more wine we need to take a look at. What do we got? Will? All right. This is Wilsa. Fessled? Thesh. Uh, thes oh, it's an O. Theshlo. Theshlo. All right. Uh, anyways, this is an Initiative 4 pilot and says after you perform an attack, if the defender was dealt a face up damage card, the defender gains one strain token, 
unless it chooses one non-recurring charge from one of its equipped upgrades and loses that charge. So uh, obviously if you're trying to deal some face-up damage cards, you'd be looking at that wartime loadout where crits can't be canceled um, in the bullseye, kind of an auto blaster effect for that. Um, I initiative four, you can maybe get some bullseyes on there. Hopefully it has a talent slot, uh, so we can put marksmanship in there. Start really putting through those face-up damage cards. I do think uh, it's, it's a lot of work for one strain. This is kind of just a, if it happens ability, I don't think you can really, unless you're going the wartime loadout, it's hard, going to be hard to proc this. Maybe just uh, slapping a proton torpedo onto it, uh, but you still need the wartime loadout, don't you? Yep. Yeah, let's take a look at it. Two, uh, two shields, lock action, lose the calculates when you take actions. Uh, but you get that torpedo, which could be advanced or regular proton torpedo, um, and you get the while you perform an attack. If you're, if the defender is in your bullseye, your crit results cannot be canceled by evade results. So, like I said, advanced proton torpedo, regular proton torpedo. I got mag pulse as the potential for shooting targets without shields, utilizing that missile slot. Um, but still, it's. This is like so one of those pilots, if you're already going to bring a torpedo Y-Wing, you might as well bring this pilot. I don't think you, it's a lot to invest for one string, you mm -hmm. know? So here is, here's something that I kind of have on the back of my mind. The design of a lot of these Y-Wings, at least when we look at the, um, the abilities, seem a little bit lackluster, like just a little bit, when compared to something like the T-70s and the RZ-2A wings. Do we think that they kind of got to the Y wings and went, oh man, we can't really make these better than the A wings because then all of a sudden the power level goes too high? I don't know. I just, I, I, I am currently underwhelmed by the Y wings. I, I think I would counter that with their intuitive interface mm -hmm. already gives them action economy. Mm -hmm. um, and Brian, you said it. The one ability that we are looking at was the one that gave even more action economy. So, like, is it's going to be hard to uh, make multiples of them that kind of double down on that? You know, you mm -hmm. get free locks, you get to steal calculates, um, things like that. Um, so, I, I'm sad that we don't see more of a support ability um, mm -hmm. from one of them. I know the one guy can pass the token backwards, but that's I three. I mean, no. I, uh, looking at these, I mean, you, who knows once they're on the table and what when they're costed, but of uh, most of these situations, you're probably better off just bringing Covenel with, like, um, or Rose with, Ch uh, you know, like, there's other pieces that add economy, like action economy or extra rerolls or extra tokens with C3PO and things like that. So I don't, you know... Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know where they're gonna fit, but they, they, I'm sure they will. It's just hard to think where they fit when there's already so many other good pieces that get a lot of action economy with heroic, with C3PO coordinating, um, rerolls, Finn getting infinite rerolls, just just a lot of stuff. And uh, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, we assume that these have to be cheaper than T70s. They also have to be more expensive than resistance pods, even though Rose is probably still going to fit in most resistance list anyway. She's just very, very good for her cost. Um, where do they float around the A-wings, I guess, is the question. And then do you put yourself in a situation where you have to choose, do I go a little more beefy to guaranteed health, or do I go with the A-wings that have to spend, I think, similar amount of points or just a little more with to get as consistent offense with something like advanced optics. Whereas the Y wings with that intuitive interface just need to spend enough to get a turret. So a dorsal and targeting computer, just same amount of points as advanced optics. But then you have a more flexible, maybe double mod. Uh, you got to get the lock. So initiative, lower initiatives and, won't really jive with that as well against higher initiatives with just how the lock mechanic works, but we'll see. Yeah, it's interesting they bring up points because they we do have a, a two attack dice, eight health ship in resistance, the transport, but it costs 32 points, uh, which is a lot for that platform. Um, like the cheapest Y Wing right now that does have eight health uh, is the Red Squadron Bomber in. Republic, and I would say that the base uh, is the shield worth that calculate. Are those comparable to being That's the a same? Really good question. Also, to think about the entire action bar besides the focus is red too. The dial's better on the resistance Y wing than it is on the Republic Y wing. So there's a lot of back and forth that can make it the same cost as the Republic Y wing. I don't know if it could is should it be one or more? I don't know. And Let's maybe what, uh, the designers think. Maybe the action bar, because on its own, without any anything extra, maybe the action bar also being red is a function of trying to get that cost down as well. It's like, listen, if you're not going to do anything to make those actions white and you really want to run it stripped down, maybe there could be some type of beneficial build that has it where you, you just, it just stripped down as much as possible. Yeah, the, the thing with intuitive interface is you have to still spend points to get that anyway. Right. You need an upgrade card to activate intuitive interface. So is that going to be part of the cost on top of the one less health overall? Exactly. So well, those are those Y-Wings. Again, they're supposed to be coming out in a month from now, a month and a day. September 24th is when they're slated to hit the shelves. So if you haven't gotten your pre-orders in, the, the time is nigh to go ahead and do those. Now, we're going to go into a little bit more of a, uh, a stickier topic today. Okay? A stickier topic. Oh, you're pointing at the ship behind you're me. You're point, pointing at the ship behind you. <laughs> I was like, what are you putting in? All right, so so we'll go ahead. We'll flip views here. If if you haven't heard, um, AMG made this announcement uh, this week. And I'll go ahead and just read it first for our audio uh, listeners. 
Uh, it says Atomic Mass Games at the top, Star Wars Armada. As we move into 2022 and beyond, we are excited to continue support of Star Wars Armada by prioritizing repaints of existing products and through organized play initiatives. However, we currently do not have any new Armada products in development. We will continue, uh, sorry, we will provide additional information as it becomes available. Um, so this, here's my concern. And, I, and this, the reason why I brought it up is that there, there was a lot, there was a lot of branches when, when this got announced for every, every P, Legion players and, and X-Wing players specifically, all of us kind of, or many of us looked at this and said, what are the implications for our game? So Armada here, they're not saying that it's dead. And I know I said that in our GSP chat earlier, and Ryan's like, it's not dead, but history will remind us of um, Imperial Assault, that they, FFG, this was a few years ago announced, we're not developing any new product, we're going to keep reprinting, and there will still be organized play. And then a couple years later, they used the, the words, it is a complete game. And... My my question, and I would like to know kind of your thoughts. Do you have any emotions behind this? Um, does this mean anything for X Wing? Can it mean? I mean, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep my thoughts closed here for a second. I'd like to hear from you guys first. Feel free to jump in. William, I'll, I'll take it. Um, my first reaction to this uh, is uh, mostly focused on the prioritizing of um, existing products and organized play, um, which if it, because I'm in that same mindset of what if, uh, what if this announcement said X-Wing and not Armada, what would my opinions of it be? Um, and... I think that this may be what Ryan's uh, description of it the, to, would of being dead would be or a complete game would be that I don't think it's dead if there's still tournaments going on if there's still products on the shelf I think that uh, could uh, it, that's the base minimum to keep a community going which is getting new players and having events that those new players and old players can come together to. So, I mean, this is still good for our mono players. Like they can, st uh, the, the hope of organized play uh, is what I think everybody uh, who plays these um, Asmo Day board games um, is looking for. Is, uh, it's what, what really uh, got us into the community, I think, is those little store kits, a regional here and there, and then, you know, opening up into the convention model. Um, it's really where, uh, you know, you get that, when I say widespread attention for your game. So I don't think that it would be, uh, it's, you know, we don't have to carve out the tombstone yet, but I think that AMG is definitely buying the burial plot if I'm, you know, they are making the preparations. <laughs> they're preparing for the death of it, uh, but they 
still want to see if there's a chance for it to survive. They're not pulling the plug. I got more death analogies. Don't worry. <laughs> Marcel, what, what what do you think? Business, you, you put your businessman hat on. What are what are you thinking? What does this tell you? So you guys are not calling it cactus yet. You're not ready to kick it off the planet. Um, cactus. That's how they say dead in Australia. If you want cactus, that means you're dead. I've never you heard this before. Because you're not in Australia. Actually, you were in Australia. So I was in known. Australia. Nobody, well, <laughs> apparently nobody died around me while I was there, so I didn't hear it. I know. Well, they're <laughs> saying that about Armada right about now. Okay. But anyway, it's not dead. It's, uh, it's not dead, but it's uh, the, the writing's on the wall. Um, and I think, um, you know, it, it just, the, even with the organized play, you can, you know, if you look back, organized play was never really for Armada. Was never, you know, it, Armada wasn't drawing 400, 500 people to a tournament. It's, it, I mean, it just wasn't pulling those numbers. So even more support on organized play is just going to keep. It's going to make a small community smaller, and it's, it's, it's kind of without new content. It's, it's going to go that way, um, and. Again, I can make a lot of assumptions, and I can also make a lot of uh, um, connections going back to what I see on the X-Wing side of it. That isn't necessarily uh, glowing reviews. I'm not going to say glowing reviews, but it's just not as as warm and fuzzy as some other people like to be, um, which I'm, I'm trying to walk the, uh, the thin line of like not being overly critical but because i think there's some good things and i think there's a lot of opportunity um as it relates to x-wing but um i'm 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 in the camp that you know you got to show me something and i don't feel like amd has shown something like even like the on the x-wing side of it like oh well now they're doing x-wing releases and they're doing a facebook post about it every you know Ryan Farmer is going to love me for this one, but yeah, an intern can take 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 a PDF and post it on Facebook. So yeah, I know Ryan Farmer looks, loves those intern comments. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm I'm like I, I don't know. I think the you know going back to like what does this mean? Um, it definitely means that they're not putting their focus on it. It means that uh, you know we went from an FFG group that had you know, the people that developed it, there was a support around it, there was an organized play around it, and then you had employees for AMG that were working on, on Crisis Protocol, and they were building out that game, and they were building out the community around that team, and you consolidated, so you, you consolidated the product, but you did not, you consolidated the product and cut the staff in half or less, that's going to impact, you can't, you know, you can't ask, you can't take 10 people and turn it to five and say, okay, now you're going to produce the same amount of results. It's just not going to happen. Uh, and then you add on top of that, the learning curve of having to learn the game, having to learn the motivations of why decisions were made, having to learn like the tribal knowledge of like what happened three years ago, like which landmines not to step on three years ago, why, um, you know, why, uh, Twin Laser Turret is bad, or I, I don't know enough about Armada to know any of that, but uh, the whole point that I'm trying to make is 
you can't put that much work on the same amount of team and expect them to put out the same amount of output. You know, things are going to have to get either you're going to have to increase your staff or you're going to have to cut things. And Armada just doesn't draw the same type of excitement, doesn't draw the same type of um, the same amount of sales, the same amount of people that show up to play it, the same around. Uh, I mean, is there an Armada podcast anywhere? I mean, there's a ton of X-Wing podcasts. And content. I'm aware there's of a, a few of them, but there, there probably is, but they're just probably a smaller niche. Even Mar- Marvel Crisis Marvel Crisis Protocol has like a community that's that's like building up. I've seen Legion with with a fair amount of like buzz around it. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm I'm talking in circles, but I'm trying to be not too critical. But I I don't. It's not a personal thing against AMG. I just think they they were put in a difficult situation where yeah. they got told like, "Hey, now you got to do, you know, four times the amount of work." And oh, by the way, we're not going to give you any extra people to do it with. And uh, here's, um, you know, if you if you work on Lamborghinis, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, here you go. There's a Tesla." I'm like, "Oh, that, what do you want me to do with that?" <laughs> like, like, like you know. Where does the gasoline go? Like, I don't right. know. You know, so it's just, it's just, uh, so again, it's not a personal thing at AMG. I just think that, that they got put in a, in a difficult position for, you know, with, with what happened. Ryan? Yeah. So I think it's mostly the limited resources, both time and manpower, where, yes, they got transferred over from FFG to AMG. Um, and I think the team at this point at AMG versus the team at FFG is smaller. So like there's even less manpower to handle all those games. And AMG is already trying to make sure Marvel Crisis Protocol does as good as it can. So you have Marvel Crisis Protocol, then you have Armada, Legion, and X-Wing. And it's really not much of a surprise, um... Uh, at least I don't think it should be a surprise for people, but Armada was probably the less, the least profitable amongst all of four of those games. And if, because remember, what AMG is delivering right now was still everything FFG was already had in their pipeline working through to release in the coming year. So if they didn't have anything for Armada and a AMG is trying to not only make sure that they finish off what was already put in production by FFG, but also make sure they maintain what they have with Marvel uh, Crisis Protocol and start prepping for their own development of releases within Legion and X-Wing, which are the more profitable games by comparison to Armada. I think it's a a necessity, unfortunately, in this situation. But I think there can be some good that comes out of it because they recognized, they made the decision that Armada needs to, like, we are going to let the community know that to not expect Armada new releases in until further notice, until they let the community know, which they are very communicative about that, which is good, um, that they are still saying that they're prioritizing reprints and still provide organized play experience for them to give themselves time to make sure they're level set with X-Wing and Legion. Sure, that's prioritizing those other games, but it's not 
they're not saying the tactic, all right, we still got to keep doing something with all these games and then losing some quality somewhere along the line in one of those releases because they're overbooking themselves. They're doing too much trying to keep up. So they've put forth and said, we're slowing down Armada for the benefit of, you know, internally likely for the benefit of themselves and not overworking themselves making sure their quality is up to up to snuff with everything that they want to create and have the necessary manpower and resources at the right times to continue their armada line and i think another another part of this is in in the original press releases when the Star Wars games were moving over to AMG, they also, at the beginning, said, like, oh, you know, the, the staff is going to be transferring over. There's going to be people who are working on the game. And one of the things that we've seen is these developers get let go, right? Like, these people who are working on these games. And there was even another one uh, more recently. I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. But there was Luke yet Eddie. another. Say it again. Luke Eddy. He was one of the leads on Legion. There you go. So, like, they they are hemorrhaging staff. They're hemorrhaging staff. I'm not surprised that this happened. Um, and I think you guys are right. It's it is a prioritization on games that that at least from our perspective, I think we can all agree that it seems to us that X Wing and Legion likely make as Day more money than armada did um for for the reasons that we stated you know from when we're at these conventions and stuff and this is again no insult to anybody who's ever played armada even if you love armada um it's just as a, a, a numbers game right now from from the from our perspective is that x-wing and and legion are more popular and one of the things that I know, I, I, I voiced a concern early on when we, when we moved over, and there was, I wasn't the only one, is because X-Wing, Armada, and Legion were not babies of Atomic Mass games, like they did not come from there, there I think there will always be a preference for marvel crisis protocol like that is that is amg's thing right like that is they they built it from the ground up and i'm sure they're very proud of that game um i i think my worry i stop worrying the first product i see with an amg logo on it that's new because that tells me that they've put in the work for x-wing or legion I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back it up a little bit, but this is something that always comes to mind. If you guys remember the stream that AMG did a couple of months ago where they were, were – uh, they, they tried to show off the squid and they played a game of X-Wing. And these were game developers getting rules, basic rules of X-Wing completely wrong. So if – Putting Armada to the side is going to give those developers more time to learn. I did the, not see that. Yeah. But. The, basic stuff. If if putting Armada aside is going to give them more time to focus on X-Wing, then great. But, you know, I, I, I want, 
I want a reason. I am waiting for a reason to give. I want Atomic Mass Games to find a win is what I'm looking for. Because right now what I've seen is a lot of lip service, just to be completely honest. There's a lot of, there's a lot of lip service. Somebody sent me a clip saying that, you know, AMG saying like, oh, our employees are, they're, they're, they're looking into the game and uh what was it, it was during the during the y-wing uh repaint that that they're they're looking into the game systems that everybody's learning the game systems and, and i'm i'm glad and i want to see that i would love to see them play x-wing on a stream again and show us hey we know how to play x-wing now even if you know they're what not, I, even if they're not good but i want to see them i want to see them play go ahead you, you know something that and maybe it happens and, and i'm just not aware um, but uh, now this will be a little bit critical, but it may be cause I don't know enough, but you know, whatever my job is, you know, I, I do, I do marketing and I've done product development and all that. Right. I, I learned the product and if there's an event, I go to the event and, it, and if there's something to learn, I, I learn it. And if, if it was a game, I would imagine if I was tasked with either designing or marketing a game, I would kind of dive in and learn the material and one of the best ways to do that is not by i mean yeah you can go look at the forums and all that but one of the best ways to do that is just to try it like i know they can't do it in person because there's not you know covid but i would I, like just jump on some of these leagues um go to you know one of the weekend tournaments that that and and that's the best way to learn is the best way to learn. You said it is by playing it just and not playing it against each other, because that's kind of a weird little, you know, like if they, if one person gets it wrong, then the other person gets it wrong. It's just played at a competitive level and then play it at a casual level play, you know, go on, you know, if, 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 you know, go on our channel on, on our discord channel, go on one of the other discord channels on the LFG on the looking for group find people to play and do one tournament yes it's you know just you know yes you're gonna spend eight hours on a computer but you're gonna learn something you're gonna learn you know how people play you're gonna learn how people like how seriously some people take it you're gonna learn some of the interactions uh you're definitely gonna learn on a you know like like what's 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 a legal action what's not a legal action much faster than you will reading the manual i mean they're reading the manual reading forums listening to comments will only get you so far you know so i would love to see that just just play the game join some tournaments lose a bunch maybe win a couple and, and that's the best way to learn agreed and and i will i will make a public a public invitation to amg if if they want a or in teaching we do it we call it professional development okay but like i will literally i will take the gsp team we will fly to washington and we will teach you about x-wing all right like let's let's go like if you if you want the help let us know doesn't need to be on the books nobody's gotta know but we're willing to help and we'll even but go ahead I was just going to say, but, but you'll see Dion posting like, hey, I'm in the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. So uh, I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm opening, I'm opening that up because like, 
so, sometimes it's just if if the invitation's out there, maybe somebody no somebody will let you know. But um, yeah, that's that's that. I mean, there's not really much. Uh, go well, ahead. I, I I got one last thing. So hit it. This is the timing of this is interesting because they are having that um, mini. Mini is Minis Travis. I can't say it. I don't know why that's Mini Extravaganza. There you go. Extravaganza. What's. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, that's on September 9th. It looks like second year they've done this where they announced their products, I guess. Kind of like their own little streaming convention. But. What do you guys think? Uh, why, why did they not announce it then? Is it they're like, is the uh, is the idea that they don't want to talk any negative during the the mini extravaganza? I mean, um, imagine if you saw on the schedule a mini extravaganza and there was an Armada section. All those Armada players <laughs> go on the stream and they're all hyped and ready for things and all they get is this. That feel really bad. So you may as <laughs> yeah. well just rip the bandit off with this before the mini extravaganza, before you post the schedule where there might not be any Armada and then they post this afterward. That would also feel bad because then Armada players be like, where's our section? What's happening? I don't know what's going on. So I think it's that before then there's no expectation of it in the mini extravaganza at all. Mm. Okay. And if there is an armada section, then all of us got to go. What? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? Maybe. No, I I won't throw that out there. Never mind. Never mind. They could paint paint armada stuff. They might do because they've done painting sections in the mini extravaganza. So they might do a let's let's paint one of the new prequels ships. There you go, there you go. So, we'll we'll see we'll see what ends up happening. I know it's uh, there's just there's when when you see something like this, it just it does send up red flags, and uh, we'll see what ends up happening. All we can do right now is sit back and wait. That's it. And when we have positive news, we'll let you know. But and and I want. I want to make sure to, to to put one thing clear is like I I am it is it is possible to be worried, concerned yet supportive. I hope I hope that makes sense, right? It's like you guys know that we love X-Wing, AMG, we got your back. We'll call you on anything you do because that's how this that's what this relationship is, right? Um but we got your back, and we're gonna build up this game as long as long as as long as they're doing it. So, and we'll uh, give you money, and we will give you money. Le- <laughs> let me give you money. Let's go. Well, to get a product. Well, yeah, in exchange, <laughs> or to exchange. play a product. Because if you're going to to a or, tournament, yes. So we'll give you money to play a, to play, whether it's buying the material or giving us a place to play. We will give you money. Mm-hmm. Let us give you money. Let let me give you money. That's right. I mean, because between paint wars and giveaways and my own collection, like I need at least ten copies of every ship. Come on, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's, let, let, let's let's go to how a more. Many, how many Aiders were you actually able to get a hold of? Because that seems to me the most difficult ship to have. I I got a few. 
you got okay <laughs> i mean yeah i assume you you have to because of inventory for those giveaways for the paints like mm-hmm. they're all designed for something so yeah yep i i trust me i know some other people that uh are not on podcast waves that got a fair share of adas because they wanted to repaint them all for the special characters so. right exactly uh yeah uh i was just gonna say i want to go to a more positive note like we we've been like critical i want to go on a more positive more note. positive like note how, yeah like how united states is going to beat everyone <laughs> no say, you you want to go from go talking about this to trash talking yeah. <laughs> well he just wants to start being like michael jordan and get the dunks on let's go let's go all right well i, I will prep that um while while i prep that will what's happening this weekend uh, well, this weekend is the final stage for the XTC X-Wing Team Tournament uh, happening uh, Friday, or, well, uh, Saturday morning and uh, Sunday. Five rounds on Saturday, four rounds on Sunday. Uh, round robin between the top 10 teams uh, from the group stage. Uh, USA is one of them. Me and Marcel are playing. I got, I'm still flying scum. Marcel still flying the Republic Aces. And it's going to be an early morning for us. It is uh, geared on uh, the European time zone. Uh, They announced a bunch of streamers covering the event. Um, Dion, what teams did you get? Oh, I, wasn't, I, wasn't pre- I wasn't prepared for this question. Oh, you, don't, you don't have the stream? I have it Schedule? right. He, no, that's not the right no, thing. Okay. I was trying to yeah, stop so my own time. While, while, <laughs> while, he's bringing the, um, while he's bringing the stream schedule up, um, essentially, like, he, like William said, it will be ten, nine games from 10 teams, uh, five on Saturday, four on Sunday, two matches from each round for each team will be played. So in other words, um, there's going to be a total of nine, two. Yeah. Is that how it works? Yeah. There's going to be a total of 90 games, 90 games uh, streamed over the weekend. So there will be 50 games on Saturday and 40 games on Sunday. And these will be, uh, every team will be streamed twice per per round so every team will have uh two two people playing on on stream at any time there it's completely random dion has it up up on the screen right now and um, it's easier. Well, oh, no sorry funny stuff there <laughs> all right okay go ahead so so yeah so you, you can see it here uh they're having a player meeting at at 8 p.m or sorry at 8 8 utc uh, you can use your your calculators for that. What what time are you you guys? Your Three a.m. for us. Three a.m. Yeah, and one a.m. for Kenny, who is in uh, Kenneth Lion. He's a sub, but uh, he's uh, probably got the most important job uh, because he will, as a sub, he will be uh, leading all of the pairings. So he has to have his game on because this the pairings is. 60% of the, the – I'm um, getting the right matchups is important. So 
Uh, he's going to be up at 1 a.m. All right. Well, <clears throat> the uh, we'll be up. GSP will be up. Um, and and this is the schedule that they have out here. Uh, that first round, we will be covering a Switzerland versus France. Uh, round two, we'll be covering Italy versus Peru. Round three, Singapore versus the United States. Uh, round four, Peru versus all Ireland. Round five, Spain versus Singapore. That's day one. And then starting again, 3 a.m. Central Time the next day, we got uh, Peru versus Germany, England versus Switzerland, the United States versus Spain, and then the final round, Germany versus France here on GSP. So we got, we'll have plenty of games. We got giveaways and stuff happening. Uh, should be a good time to uh, to hang out. Hopefully, I'm awake. We'll do we'll do the best that we can. But yeah, should be should be a good time. Should be a good time. So today, what we're gonna do with the time that we have left, um, and and I wanna I wanna ask uh, you know Will and Marcel, what you know we looked at a couple teams last week. Uh, what what's another team you think we should be taking a look at when it comes to comparing their old lists to their new lists? Which ones did we look at? We looked at uh, Spain. I remember we saw Spain. Uh, Spain yeah, we have Ireland, Ireland and England. England. Yep. We yep. saw Spain, Ireland, and England. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I would say teams to look at. Uh, I think one of them, just talking about the couple that we... We only changed the couple. Uh, so maybe talking about the ones that we changed. Um, uh, that would be one. Uh, Germany made a big change. Uh... Uh, well, let's so let's Germany start let's start with Germany then. Let's okay. start let's start with Germany and we'll we'll end with the U.S. and we'll find somebody to be. France the, is also a good one to talk about. To be in the meat of that sandwich. All right, so let's go ahead and flip on over here. On the left side, what you'll see is the original lists, and on the right is the the new list. We'll. We'll do plenty, plenty of more uh, zooming in on both sides here, so we can really get a good look. All right, so let's take a look here, starting with the Rebel Alliance. Uh, how do we start here, Ryan? Uh, we start with no change. No change. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, for, for, yeah, for, the, for the audible audience, uh, Thomas Schulte running the Rebel Alliance, who is catch. Running Wedge with Crackshot. Uh, Dion scrolled away from me. Wedge with Crackshot, Afterburners, and S-Foils. Han Solo, Trickshot, Kane, and Jarrison. Jake with Crackshot, Predator. He, catch has ran Wedge, Han, Jake a lot the past year. Not surprised they stuck to it, to what he's used to. All right, looking at some of the other stuff here. Empire looks the same. Scum yeah, the Empire, they're running the six Barons, so that didn't change. But their scum list changed their scumless changed it's ig 88 b and d oh maybe they didn't change no yeah, did this, they not yeah, change Timo, anything timo's still running igs yeah I, knew, I do do that the double igs okay all oh, right man, maybe i was wrong maybe yeah. they didn't change resistance also the same we're we're running uh four blues and c3p rows mm-hmm 
and here here is where we have a change like there's like almost well they weren't they 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 weren't in my group so it's not like i prepped for them (laughs) yeah but you bagged on them a lot just for like how much they underperformed (laughs) germany did underperform that's that is a fact yeah they went uh five and five and two right yeah, they, they went five and two. They, four and two. Four and two. They went four and two. By, like, well, no, they did. So, like, I don't think they had a lot of competition. Oh yeah, they went to five and two. Their spot, but they underperformed in general. Yeah, yeah they won they every won game. Win. They they barely won every every round. Like four three, four three, four three. Yeah, that's that's not what All I was right. expecting from Germany. I am I am rooting them as like going undefeated, like a thirty win team, easy. But not today. Not today. <laughs> well, we did have a change in their Galactic Republic list. Originally, they had um, Benect Link um, flying Plo Kuhn with CLT, Anakin in the A2 with Sense, Marksmanship, Auto Blaster, R2A6, Stealth Device, and Obi Wan Kenobi in the A2 with uh, Sense, Marksmanship, Auto Blasters, R7A7, and Stealth Device at 197 points and uh, made a pretty big change here. What do we got, Ryan? We have a different player, um, Ilias. Is that how you say that? Um, I don't know if I could attempt the last name, but Ilias running. Economitis. What? Economitis. Sounds sounds Greek. Anakin but anyway. <laughs> in the two with brilliant evasion, marksmanship, auto blaster, R seven eight seven stealth device, and then one, two, three, four, blue squadron protectors, which are the V nineteen torrents, all with dedicated ion missiles and synchronized council for a seven point bid for Anakin. I don't know if Ilias was the one who ran this in the past, but I have recall seeing this archetype in a GSP event make at least cut or very close to it. And I think we all, this was very similar, if not the same thing, dedicated protecting Anakin along with Bolivia. That Anakin is extremely hard to kill. Extremely hard to kill. And those ion missiles will just... I have three dice as long as I get a lock, and uh, if you ion something, that just makes Anakin's life even easier. Alrighty, and then as we continue looking here, their Separatist list, same deal, Zam, Django, and uh, that's the only change there for Germany. Let's go take a peek at Singapore. I will tell you, Singapore is a list, uh, is a a team, um, I didn't get to stream them much uh, during the the regular rounds, but it is a team that I am curious about. So let's go, let's go take a look at what they are bringing here. So we start with their rebel lists. Looks like we have the uh, classic rebels: Hera, Wedge, Garvin. Uh, is what they have now. Originally, they had something different, though. Originally, they had uh, Loric instead of who's missing here. Loric tubes. instead of the tubes. I've oh. I actually been instead of wedge Loric. instead of wedge in their in their newest list. Oh. There you go. I like Loric with Hera. It's very funny to watch somebody shoot at Hera because she has a focus, and then now she has a focus evade, <laughs> or now she's got two evades and a focus because of Kyle or something like that. Um, but I can see how the time on target. Um, and just overall offense was suffering. 
Yeah, so decided to slot in in wedge there. Let's take a look at. Oh, this is this is really different. What, what do we have here, Will? When we get to the Empire. All right. So, Shing uh, Ren Lo was flying uh, the infamous uh, Captain Faroff Sloan Swarm uh, with a sixth Sinar Specialist. Those are the aggressors with dorsal turrets, and then has moved on from that Sloan Swarm. Uh, to now be flying Colonel Jenden uh, with just jamming beam, fifth brother uh, with homing missiles, seventh sister with concussion missiles, and then uh, the hatchet man, Major Vendor, uh, with fire control system, advanced proton torpedoes, diamond boron missiles, advanced slam, and the arsenal loadout. Uh, so Jenden's going to give you free locks, so you don't need passive on your fifth brother or seventh sister. Uh, same thing with the vendor. You can get your locks early, so that way you can be slamming into focuses. Uh, so you got that reroll, and then you could uh, spend your focus to mod either your shot or your defense there um, with the diamond boron or the advanced proton torpedo. Uh, a little sad that there's no points for a lock for Jenden himself, but um, this is very much uh, made to hunt probably like Django, Fett, um and zam this is like to hunt down like a two or three ship build mm -hmm. because you need uh, the the fewer targets you need to lock the better yeah this uh so xy mentioned in the chat that he that uh this was in response to me crying about uh, sloan all the time so thank you xy i appreciate uh <laughs> the yes Sloan should not exist in in the game. Or at least Sloan's ability should not exist in the game. So I appreciate you. And uh, England can can go uh, eat a hot pepper or something for taking it. However, I will say this, XY. I think uh, I I see that as a as a as a downgrade. Oh, uh, for, I mean for a team for a team event. I mean Sloan is. It's just a it's a pairings nightmare. Like I don't, nobody wants to play Sloan. It's just a really bad mat matchup for a lot of teams. I'm not saying that 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 it. Well, I am saying it. it I, I already said it's a downgrade. I think it's a downgrade. That doesn't mean they they're not going to win some games with this Empire list, but it's. I, I see it as a. But I mean, at the same time, it's it's. Than, it's a team tournament. I mean, we were just talking about like, oh man, you'll never hit that seventy point Anakin with that stealth device and dedicated. That fifth brother will <laughs> take a crit. Yeah, take a hit, crit. Just take a hit. Actually, that Anakin might just take the four dice. Like, <laughs> you're right. Yep. <laughs> like, you hope you get four results. Oh, and look, and XY in the chat says this this list will beat Team USA. And hey, maybe this was built to hunt you guys. You never know. You are you were the highest per win percentage out of everybody you know so it's uh it is it is a good list it is a good list and when vendor works hits super hard hits yeah super i also hard. don't like that vendor doesn't have a proton torpedo it makes that range two and three a little less scary with only three dice so again i'm not you know i i don't want to knock any list too hard because uh you know with the way the pairings work it, it there's no there's literally no bad list because you have the potential of lining up the the right matchup for each list 
So the pairings, that's why I said the pairings has so much to do with it. But um, this is an interesting choice. All right, we'll move down now to their scum lists. There, here's we have a change here as well, Marcel. All right, so on the scum list, um, they went from uh, there's what the oldest is the left, right? Yep. Yeah, so they went from uh, actually they changed pilots as well. So they went from Chua, flying Asaj, Palob, Captain Seavor and a Black Sun Ace. To... That's a Star Viper for any of our Star players Viper, out yeah. there. Uh, two. No, that's not the Star Viper. That's the um, K-Fighter. Correct. Oh, the Kirax. Sorry, with Black yeah. Sun Enforcer? Is that the, the Star it's Viper? It's the Black Sun Ace. Is the Got it. Kirax the Enforcer. I was about to say a Star Viper. That's the I-3 talent for 38 points. Uh... <laughs> that would be a little bit of a steal. So they went with Meng T. Tang, and he's flying... Um, Lando, Asajj, Bosk, with this, kind of the same loadout that you see almost everywhere. Uh, there's, I think we said five teams, five out of the ten teams took this combination, the Lando, Asajj, Bosk, with like one upgrade here or there differently. Like somebody put Unkar Plutt on Bosk. Actually, they put Unkar Plutt mm -hmm. on Bosk. Some people opted to go with like, you know, other toys instead uh all in all this is the most popular scum list and i think it's also I, I think that's actually a good call it's the most popular scum list and i think it's probably the most well-rounded uh scum list like take an all comers list so this was a good a good call um in, in my view it's, if, hard if they tell, had will. It's, it, it's hard to tell what it's really good against and what it could fail against, but it just like quadruple whatever multiplication downs on false transponder codes so much. Like, but like, like you said, this, list. This, this, this list variation took Uncar on Bosk instead of false transponder on Lando, which normally I think we've seen just throw as many false transponder codes as possible to be as annoying as possible. Yeah, I, but Lando, Lando hates locking though. He'd rather have the focus or a boost. I mean, more false transponder codes means you're less likely to want to lock Lando. That's true. I mean, now now you're ready to just gun Lando down if you can. 11 health, chew, chew through it. He's not going to let you joust But he's him, also no. clearly the cheapest. Yeah, but Jabba points. is empowering some of those extra charges as well. So if you get rid of Lando, you get rid of a lot of those resources. I mean, Lando's a good 51 points. Like, if you're going to go against ships who stress themselves, interceptors, A-wings, uh, anybody who's got a K-turn to keep shooting at a turret, mm -hmm. uh, he's surprisingly good for that 51. Even if he has a six-point support crew member all right so there is the scum and villainy squad we'll keep 
turning here. As we get to the first order, we had a change as well. We Same pilot, Garrett Chan, originally flew Hollow and three Sinar Jameis engineers. This is actually a first order list that I've flown quite a bit. Uh, I, I'm a big fan, but switching here to Major Von Reg with Daredevil, Kylo Ren with Extreme Maneuvers and Recoil. That's one, one of the other uh, silencers with Predator. So opting for more speed you want it, you or let me let me correct that for higher initiative uh and and keeping the speed with one less ship there uh, also a noticeable drop in the bid going from 199 to 196 i think that's an upgrade i think so i think so in this competition i think so as well and and bringing a pretty pretty respectable bid as well then we get to the resistance. I think this is the same. Yep, this is the same. Well, what did they have, Ryan? Uh, we have, let's see, we got the same pilot. Both have, where's the difference? Well, baseline, Rose Tico with C3PO. Uh, one, two, three reds, all with heroic foils and jamming beam. And then we have both lists had Jarek Eager with Intimidation, but instead of opting for the three-point bid, only opted for the one-point bid in lieu of adding tracers onto Jarek Eager. So the I-5 tracer missile from Jarek to get those extra mods for those red experts. All right, and last but not least, we get to the Galactic Republic, and it is the same list that was there before. I don't think there's any changes here. How did they finish out, Will? Uh, that's XY uh, flying a four ship, uh, all I-5s. That's Obi-Wan and the Ada doing uh, crit shenanigans with the marksmanship, auto blaster, uh, R787. Plo Koon with sense and calibrated laser targeting. Um, pocket ace there. Uh, for uh, the second ship, uh, Rick Olay uh, with R2 astromech for some weapons disabled healing. And then the oddest ship in here, Odd Ball. Nice. With marksmanship. <laughs> yeah, I try. Uh, marksmanship and proton rockets. Um, so this is uh, an adorable salad with all I 5 pilots. I think that's uh, pretty interesting. Um, I wonder how many proton rockets oddball ever shot but i would imagine a lot i mean because uh Plo Kloon stuff, is, right? yeah he can barrel roll evade and then Plo Kloon will toss over a focus and be like oops now now you've got a target lock evade mm -hmm. and focus yeah i mean it i guess Plo Kloon is the support ship in this very interesting going out there getting blocks using sense very cool and the last list here for the the uh, Singapore's separatists, they originally brought five Petronakis. If I've one, two, three, four, five, yes, five Petronaki aces with crack shot. Those are the initiative for um, Nantext, and decided instead to go from one evil to the other, flipping to Zam with Django at 194 points, bringing a pretty classic version of it 
as well. So I, all around, here, uh, real quick voting, do you think Singapore's lists got better? Thumbs up for better? Even for the same? Thumbs down for worse? Better for me. Everyone I think I, did a thumbs up for the audible audience. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think they are better. I think they are better, for sure. So we'll have to see. And and now what we'll do is we'll go ahead and we'll end by taking a look at the United States lists. Now, did they put just put you guys in as USA? They did. All right. So we'll take a look here. At the USA. Those Americans came and spell all three words. Just give them the letters. The American way, shorten it. Love it. All right, here we go. USA. Oops, where? Where's the beginning of this? I don't think they gave you guys a title to start with. They did not. <laughs> oh, they actually spelled it out here. United States of America. So they got corrected, that's for sure. <laughs> All righty. So we – you know what? I'm going to have, have you guys you guys lead this. Will, take the wheel. All right. Uh, first off, we got Matt Carey um, on the Midwest Scrubs, representing uh, Missouri. Uh, he decided with no change to his list here, um, which was Harrow Prockets, Ahsoka, Instinctive Aim, um, Prockets, Janors, Jen Erso, Engine Upgrade, Moldy Crow, and Wedge in the A-Wing uh, for a 198. Uh, he really likes the, um, the it, it, it kind of creates like a pseudo-alpha, doesn't it, Marcel? Where you, if you can go Proton Rocket, Proton Rocket, Range 1, Focus, Lock from Jan, and then a Wedge, Juiced Up Shot. Like you could take down a ship and a half easy if you yeah, just get all those on target or a target. Yeah, for being three A wings, it they can put out some some good hurt um, early. Yep. So it's been working for him. He likes it. Kept with it. All right. What about Steve here, Marcel? So Steve uh, did make a change. So he stayed with the uh, Goran Strikers. Um, he was flying Goran Strikers with two therm two of the Strikers had uh, thermal detonators and two with proximity mines, and he changed to um, actually this list is wrong. There's a newer one. Oh, actually, no, this one is right. So he changed to two thermal detonators, a, a proxy mine, and a counternet, uh, which essentially takes his bid down from 198 to 195. Um, again, we felt that there's a lot of initiative three out there and having a stronger bid. Um, you know, a lot of the other people are flying, for example, four Delta sevens at 196. Uh, and that one point bid makes that match a bad matchup well, into a really good matchup, for example. Why, so, why do discipline strikers want the bid? The, the they want the, the bid. Well, they want to move second and shoot second for multiple reasons. One of them is because they can ace because they had they can double reposition essentially or triple reposition boost. No, double. Yeah. So they one so they can ace and two, they want to shoot second when they bump up against the same initiative because if they uh, if the other ships kill um, one one they don't care as much about bumping because of Goran, and if one of your ships dies, then you can. Um, 
reposition, maybe get somebody out of an arc so they don't get shot, or you can get a bunch of target locks early so that your return fire is a lot harder. So, um, yeah, the Goran Strikers, uh, or Disciplined in general, just really cares about about uh, about bid. Not just in this list, I think in any list. Makes sense. All right, uh, that's back to me. I'm flying uh, Scum. I got Kanan Jarrus, Protectorate Gleb, Moldycrow. Uh, I had Fenrir with Composure, uh, then Bosk with Jammin' Beam, Gamut Key, Zam Whistle, and Greedo. And now the training wheels are off. 199, drop that Composure. Let's go. I don't know. <laughs> should throw away the extra waste that is Jamming Beam, too. No, I'll shoot that Jamming Beam. I don't believe I... you. <laughs> One day! I uh, Actually, I don't even know. I'll tell you this. I don't even know the interaction of if I can split that crit from Jamming Beam. Do they get extra jams, then? Does Boss say prime? No, Boss isn't primary only. I think Boss is primary only. Yeah, where else would we be shooting? I, I, I know he wasn't. Missiles. I know he so, wasn't for. Uh, no, it doesn't work. For first edition, yeah, it's primary boss primary. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it might be a Tabson. Actually, I don't think there's a Tabson in the tournament, is there? There's like one Echo who I would definitely jam. <laughs> and I brought it, William. For you. I, I, I spelled your name wrong, I guess. Uh, sure did. Hey, well, hey, one, one extra H. Hiya, hiya, also, also carry with an extra E. Oh, that's, that was that the joke before? I missed it. I missed it. But someone was asking, "Who's Matt Carey?" I was like, "What?" Anyways, moving on from misspelling some names. What are we people on the internet? I was really, uh, <laughs> I was really surprised to see this change here. So this was from Doug. Mm, yeah, we had this, a lot of this, discussion about this one. Actually. Yeah, we had a lot of discussion, and this was a uh, so we had. We, uh, well, we, Doug. Doug had a uh, discussion so, about it. Doug, we discussed it behind his back, but then we trusted him. <laughs> well, we, he also had a lot of public discussion about it. He had like five different versions of a 180 something to 190 something bid. He had everything from a 194 bid, uh, Kylo, uh, and then he had, um, Prime Thrusters on Blackout, and, and, and this is ultimately what, what we settled on it was kind of um and essentially what he did he dropped for those that are listening he went he had kylo supernatural with um you know prime thrusters and proton torpedoes and major von reg lone wolf afterburners he dropped major von reg in favor of blackout with lone wolf uh takes his bid from 188 to 189 but ultimately you know we Noticed that in pairings, we really weren't trying ever trying to pair them against I6s anyway, because Von Reg is not a really good, it's not a good I6 hunter, and and Kylo is your list. So if we're going to be trying to go for not I6s, might as well throw a six health ship that can double reposition every single turn, um, and it's just a little bit hits harder and just felt a little better. You know, Blackout with Lone Wolf, I think. Uh, Survives better moving less than than Von Reg. Just just comes down to that. All right, 
We will. We will why, see. Why how... were you surprised? Well, I was. I was just surprised. Okay, because I got to see Doug play a couple of times, and that was some of the best Von Reg play I have ever seen. Because one one of the problems with Von Reg is there's not a lot of people who fly it well, and he can get caught easily. And yes, when he did play, if a ship was getting caught, it was Von Reg. But I, I don't know, like giving up that I six makes me nervous. But I do agree that the list is Kylo. So maybe I, I, I'm gonna go back to when we we're doing our predictions for for each round. In Doug, I trust, and we're just going to kind of leave it at that and let Doug take the wheel um, because if he wants Blackout in there, Blackout is a silencer. It has more health, uh, which makes it a little bit more survivable, and maybe he can maybe he could be a little more risky with Blackout than he was with Von Reg and, uh, and maybe get away with a little bit more. All right. We head to the resistance. No change. Carson's ready no. to keep keep uh, Lulo carrying the 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 team. Yeah, Lulu for life. Lulo for life. So that was Poe, Rose, Jess Pava, and Lulo Lampar. Then we get to the Republic. You still flying this thing, Marcel? The same <laughs> thing. <laughs> Is it really the same thing? But yeah, so, it's not. Like, two weeks ago, no. I was like, I'm so oh, no, sick no, 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 it's not. No, it's there, not. There is a different Obi Wan there. That is a different Obi Wan. Yeah, so it's still the same. It's the same Rick Olay. It's the same uh, Anakin Skywalker. So it's Rick with advanced sensors regen, Daredevil. It's Anakin with intimidation collision, R2, and advanced proton torpedoes. Uh, but the ETA Obi went from a. Uh, very expensive sense predator tractor beam regen and shield to the more conventional sense marksman auto blaster r7 st and stealth device instead of shield oh, um, look look at you you can do damage now down from not only that uh, it took me down from 200 points to 191 and ultimately i found that uh even the games that i won is it, just uh, all all the i5s and uh, sense can only get you so far. It's just it's just so much easier when you're moving last, and let sense just be there for the I sixes or for you know the the the, the system phase repositioning as it should be. So yeah, it feels a lot. I, I feel. Oh, oh look, a gigantic bid, cool. <laughs> and yeah, and and and, and one and it also gives other people um, you know when they're looking at Doug. At one night eighty nine, and and they're planning really hard to like, okay, who do we who do we not want to face at I five acing? Uh, it it gives like a little support to Doug, like a little bit of cushion. All right, and then last but not least, we hit the separatists, and we did have a change here as well. Take a look at this, Ryan. All right, so Daniel Leone originally had ran the ZAM and five Trade Federation drones and opted for a four HEMPs, just getting rid of the ZAM completely using DGS-047 with cluster missiles, ZAM crew, thermal detonators or repulsive stabilizers. And then let me make sure three 
Separatist Predators, the I-3 generic HMPs, all with cluster missiles and ion missiles, one of them with Dark One probe droids and one of them with Kraken. So going with the four HMPs, just a variant not commonly used. Uh, most people don't opt into the I-3 generics just to get the I-3. They go cheaper to um, be able to afford more fancy toys and tools. Yeah, so I, I, w I will say I was – and I know Daniel's listening live. Daniel, I love you, but – I really like the old list, not because I like Zam, but there was there was there was a how do I say there was a je ne sais quoi about the vultures, you know? It was just they they did so much work, and when I when I watched those games, it was super entertaining. But I also know that four HMPs is really good, so I will have faith. I will right. say it was definitely interesting whenever we went through the pairing process and got to this list and it commonly ended up going against opposing swarms, but because he had the option in most cases to choose who moved first or second, yep. he was able to take advantage of that and still let Zam uh, take care of all the heavy hitting and endgaming. It's true. It's true. So, Ryan, I have to, I have to ask an, a, 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 at least slightly more um, objective party. What do you think to the, of the changes of Team USA lists? So, as a refresher, we had this Separatist change. We had Doug Howe opting into Blackout instead of Von Rag. That, and a Connernet instead of a Proxmine for the Empire list. And, and Marcel opting in regen. for the losing regen on OB for crit OB. Is that it? Yes. Um, I would say... Marcel's is a small positive, just because you gain the guaranteed bid, still have sense if you need it. Re that that R2-D2 is really good, actually, as a regen droid, but I see the reasoning. Um, so it's it, I think it's still a, a slight net positive because the bid helps, and we've seen the crit affect Ada's really, really effective. Um Connernet to proxy, I think that's even. Like it's hard to quantify that. Um that's you're a bit it's it, a bit change, is what it that is. That is true. You are gaining a higher bid for your discipline, so that is a small net positive. Because it wasn't a drastic bid, but it was still a bid nonetheless, five points against other I3s. Most other I3s are not bidding more than three in most cases. So yeah, that's a positive. Um and then I I trust in Doug to fly the Kylo. I I think it's even. You can go either way. It sounds like you guys had enough discussion that it could have gone either way. Just opted into Blackout instead. Um, so I think that's even yet to be determined. I trust Doug. And then... Uh, the real question, though. No composure on Fenrau. What are we gonna I mean, do? I, I believe in Will's <laughs> eyes now. I guess. <laughs> I mean, well, well, you didn't say yeah. on Daniel's. I was about Daniel's. To was, that. Daniel was our Daniels biggest change. The biggest yeah. One, right. So because we just had adjustments on the other ones. If if I recall, D Daniel has been a long time user of four HMPs. Correct. Yeah. He. Yeah. He was like one of the OG. So when when they came out, he switched from the 
the Nantax and all the other goofy CIS stuff to them. Yeah, so like, it's an I believe in the player's ability to use the list. I'm not exactly high on the type of HMP version that it is. Um, I'm curious, but I'm not convinced right now. I think it was if you if you take the list out of the players' hands and put both lists into a two players that are the exact same quality, I think I still like the Zam and Vultures more. So I think that list is a downgrade if you're just comparing the lists, and then there's just a little bit of a nudge up because it's Daniel flying the HMPs who's very familiar with them. I just don't know if that's enough for me to say it's a positive. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoy those breakdowns. We will find out this weekend who will be the overall winner of the XTC. Um, it should be fun. No matter no matter what happens, it should be fun. I'm ready to have a good time. Of course, you know that we're going to be rooting for Team USA. But, uh, you know, International X-Wing, fun stuff. Um, final thoughts? Will and Marcel, before we uh, we we end with with something completely different. Uh, my my final thoughts for this weekend is it is not going to be easy. I think every team um, is going to have their challenges. I don't think that there's going to be you know normally we you know there's a team or player and. Uh, tournament who just goes undefeated just beats everybody no problem uh just had the best list right mm -hmm. but it just doesn't work like that in team tournaments and i think uh with uh what did we say 90 90 something games yep um almost 90 games is that really i don't know i the math is hard on that 90 but. games streamed Ninety games streamed. That I feel like there's ninety games total, but okay. No, no, there's ninety games streamed. There's, uh, yeah, there's seven times. There's four hundred and ninety games played. What? No, wait. Seven times nine. What's? No, seven times. Yeah, what's seven times nine? Seven times Six, nine is sixty-three. Uh, sixty-three. Oh yeah. So sixty-three games. Hold on. There's some math. Well, half of that. Times it by 10 and then half it. Yeah, 7 times 9. <laughs> that's how many. 63. Uh, 63. That's 63 games. Yeah, yeah, that's 315 six... games played. Yeah, so, that's um, 7 that's times 9. Yeah, I don't know. It's a yeah, bunch of games. Three, more than 300. 315 total games. 90 streamed. All right, now we're on the same Somebody page. chat with a calculator. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, like I said, it's it's going to be tough. Um, and I, um, I'm like, maybe maybe a team will just sweep everybody. That would be great. But or it wouldn't be great. It would be interesting. It would be great <laughs> if it was us. Uh, but I just don't see that happen. I think that there's going to be a lot of, like, four and three uh, matches decided between the teams and i have a sinking suspicion that uh the undefeated team is gonna be uh very tough to achieve to be all nine other teams be intense but um i think usa will do well we'll, we'll come away respectable i think we can get um uh, 
some some match wins. I think we'd easily get. Uh, well, what are we playing? Oh yeah, more math. We're playing seventy games as a team. No, no, we're no. playing sixty-three games as 63 a team. Sixty-three games. Yeah. I think we could easily go for fifty percent on that. I think we'll win win at least half of our games, no problem. Yeah, I, I think um, you know it's uh, you know all smack talking aside. I think it's it, it's at, at this stage it's it's um, near impossible to say like who the winner is or anything like that because it's, it's everything is going to be so close. With that, I believe that um, you know we're probably going to be at a six and three winner, maybe a seven and two. But uh, I, I believe that first, the first three or four teams will be separated by how many individual wins they win, mm -hmm. uh, but they'll be tied at how many team rounds. Like there will be like three teams, three or four teams at six and three, and then it's the individual uh, either head to heads or the individual rounds that'll tell take take them apart. So um, each when we win when we win a round, we're gonna have to win it win it big whenever possible. So it's like pedal to the metal on every match even if it's um, if, even if we won five we got to get those last two um so it, it'll be tough it's uh, if anything it'll be entertaining for the people watching mm -hmm. and it's going to be stressful for the people playing it's probably the way i'm gonna hey say. i mean that's, uh, only five games that's not so bad i'm used to six so we get get out early second day is only but only four games only a, yeah if it was only, only four games that start at 3 a.m no big that's just like a top 16, man. That's like five rounds <laughs> of Swiss in the top 16. That's no problem. Easy. Well, I'm looking forward to see what happens again. We will be live all this weekend. Uh, there will be nine other channels of streaming. So if we, you know, end a game early, feel free, open there. Of course, I, I mean, I'm going to be biased. I want you to watch here so that we can watch hang Gold out Squadron. together. Gold Squadron will have the best content. I didn't say that. I'm saying that. I'm going to be playing, and I'm saying watch Gold Squadron. Gold Squadron have the best content. And then um, – but you can also do, like, uh, what is it, like Sunday, uh, like the football where – Wait, end yeah. zone. Red zone. Red, Red zone, zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Start just, pulling just up multi-streams. Yeah, just have 10, browse, um, 10, 10 tabs on your window open and support all 10 channels. Yeah. But pay there attention to the Gold Squadron one. But support yeah. all 10 channels. Start, start, dig out those extra monitors. Start setting them up. <laughs> start now. Start now. Get the CRTs out the basement. It's time. Right? You got monitors. You got phones. You got tablets. You got your TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you get figure all, it out. You can get all 10 teams. Grandma, give me your phone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, before we go... Uh, I saw it in the chat earlier. And I think we, I mean, I'm a fan of Marvel. I know y'all are a fan of Marvel. I saw that there was a new uh, Spider-Man trailer, and Ooh, I kind of want to yeah. watch it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch already... it as soon as we, like, log out. I've seen a little bit of it. <laughs> I've, I've so, seen. Are, are you saying you want to watch it live? I want to watch it with you guys and then talk about I'll it. I'll watch it. I haven't hey. seen it. Oh, well, yeah. all right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to, like, mute myself and, and mute hearing anyone. So, oh, well, sorry, just... sorry, audience. This might be the most quietest, like, three minutes. Well, but... well here, here, here's, here's the link in the chat, everybody. We're, we're all just going to watch it on our own. Everybody watch it yeah. on your own. I'm going uh, to the official Marvel Entertainment. Yes. I don't want, I don't want no news or trailer Same. website. 
So I I posted the Sony right. Pictures one. That's I mean, that isn't okay, that do, yeah. yeah, that that's the one that I posted. All right, All right. All right. Are we so watching? I'm watching. I'm watching it in right. three, two, one. What? No. <laughs> Where's Jerry Maguire? <laughs> no, they're gonna show those reveals. You get one, <laughs> one reveal. Was that a? That was Doctor yeah. Octopus. So I, got, I got two things that uh, one of them was the the black suit he was wearing. Yeah, for yeah, for a couple yeah, and that one, yeah, that that harkens back oh, to the cool. third one where he had the Venom suit. Right. Yeah. When he was, I don't know, he was running maskless through a, what looked like a school cafeteria, maybe something like that, a cafe. Yep. Uh, but I noticed yeah, he had all black on that. Very interesting. And then was that William Defoe's voice in that? That was that uh, was the cackling the, the... after the uh, the little Green Goblin bomb exploded. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't catch that one. Yeah, William Merlina. Uh, but now, yeah, no, I'm thinking that was more. Um, I just want Morales. Defoe. Do you think we'll get Morales? I, I, I doubt it. Man, if they unless this is like the finale for Tom Holland, then they could pass the torch. But it's so early to cast that. You know what I mean? So, they would have to have a whole movie in production before they would drop that. Maybe funny a thing name, is I, but... well, like so we saw those hints and clearly the reveal of the same Doc Ock we saw in the second Spider Man original movie. Um you know they're holding out on what everyone wants, which is the Spider-Verse, which is multiple, all the actors from the other old Spider-Man yeah. is culminating in this one since it's the multiverse. So it's a hint. They're not directly saying that in this movie, but it's uh, they're, they're, they're holding out for, like, for you to see it in theaters to actually like get that big uproaring applause, you know. Those, I those think Marvel moments. One. I think we'll see one of those in a trailer to hype it up. I, I would be mm, no. I think that's the I'm keep them all that's, out. That's the third act where they gotta rally. You know, from the uh, if the second act low is all the villains coming back, that's the third act is you gotta rally all of the Spider Man to to fight the the end fight. It, so it'd many. be great. Like this is actually just the first five minutes of the movie, guys. There, there's. <laughs> I mean, they can go, like, really they, they've they've like, done that. Yeah. I don't know what was up with that train. That's that scene's very interesting to me. Where well, they're riding the train through the canyon. Yeah. Well, that that reminds me of one one of the very big scenes in Spider-Man Two with Doc Ock was mm -hmm. the train fight. Yep. The train fight. Sure. Yeah. So add a little multiverse spin and some Doc Ock. What, or, what and, suit and, was and he wearing? Some, some, some Doctor Strange uh, magicry. I know. I think I think he had to track the scenes by what suit he's wearing because sometimes he was wearing red and blue or the red and black like here. Yeah, right, right there, that last one. Right. Uh. Then he was wearing the iron spider suit when uh, when yeah. he was on the bridge looking. Well, what looked like he was looking at Molina. Uh, Doc Ock, Alfred. Yeah. Uh, then they had the the black suit when he was running through the cafe or whatever. Yeah, that's what that's the one I'm looking for right now. I think you had just passed it. I think once he's conjuring this, I don't know. So this that opening looks like because in uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken in the end of Spider-Man Two, mm -hmm. right? They they're like talking and you see. 
Uh, that is a, yeah, they're web slinging around. And yep. you see uh, J. Jonah Jameson come on on the TV. And that was the suit he was wearing in that scene. I don't know if Zendaya's wearing the same clothes, MJ. But I would assume that might be the continuation. They might hunt him down for being, you know, kind of a, a perceivable bad guy. I'm what curious. is it with this winter? He's got like a down version of his gear. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was in Wong walks through the portal. He's also wearing a bunch of. I Clearly, don't know. yeah, that's I mean that's a, in the cold recently. They they, they, they just him a bad spell or something and froze the whole sanctum. I, I think it's that because you know like Doctor Strange with you know if you think about when he was like a surgeon he was like the best and he would just kind of always he's always tinkering trying to find other things. I could see this being something that goes wrong for sure. Yeah, yeah spell is. Well, right here. Uh, there it is. Yeah. I mean, I, actually, can you rewind back to uh, Dr. Strange for a second? Yeah, that's the suit I was talking about, though. That's a weird suit for him to be in. You know what this not, re This reminds me. That's not me. Night Monkey. That is a black Spider-Man. Or black suit Spider-Man. This, oh, this is more like a homeless shelter. This is No, it looks like... Is it... Is it yeah, I was thinking it's yeah. Oh, he does rip off his mask. Interesting. I wonder if it's like a weird dream is this or something. Is that the same one that he has in that's uh, not, when that's he's in not Europe? Night Monkey. No, because that was like uh, cotton and stuff. It didn't have any Spider-Man designs on it or anything like that. True but that. If you, if you go back, you see that Stephen Strange is missing his iconic. Uh, uh, Eye of Agamotto, the Time Stone. Um, so I'm sure he's, uh, to your point, I mean, he's got to be experimenting with spells to get himself back up to that power level. Yeah, I mean, after all the Infinity War and Endgame, he doesn't have that anymore. Well, the this... important question is, uh, will there be disco dancing on this one? <laughs> man, if, man if, it, if he doesn't uh, dance, uh, do the uh, the street dancing, major I misstep. Mean, you saw how popular oh, man. Oh, man. Zemo <laughs> dancing was. I mean, uh, what is it? So, uh, this, if, this is, do you um, see this Spider-Man? This is what this reminds me of right here. There was an okay. episode in the animated series where Peter Parker, uh, like, it's it's just like a Spider Verse episode, mm -hmm. and this is one of the Spider Men that that showed up. Yeah, it's like the Tony Stark style Iron Iron Spider, but more Iron than Spider, I guess. Yeah. Dion, do we? I just want to confirm: Do we see a transition of Tom Holland's character? putting on the iron spider suit in that scene on the bridge i thought on the bridge yeah like one towards the, last the end of it. see there it does have the Agamotto, but there's no stone in it very oh very yeah strange. i don't see yeah, i think he does just doesn't have the stone that's weird that he has the okay necklace. so he's there in the shot there but do we see him does the suit actually go on him as we move forward yeah, when he's standing on top of the car. Yeah, yeah, he was on. He was in a slightly different, like, shot of like a few seconds later, I think. Yeah, there's the bomb explosion. He's there. He's wearing he's there. fancy clothes. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure because I'm like, 
if they didn't show him putting on that suit, who says that would have been Tom Holland in the Iron Spider suit? Mm. But we saw it, so we're good. <laughs> that, that, now, now you're getting the tinfoil hat I was on. like, I like Spider-Man's wearing the mask. He's well, not Well, because in that Holland. scene, it was all like Iron Spider and then Doc Ock showing up. And I was like, what um. if one of the other older Spider-Men actors was in the Iron Spider suit? But no, not in that one. We actually saw Tom Holland's character had it materialize around him. I think that so looking at kind of like order, like order of movie, I think that this this scene, what I what I was assuming is connected to uh, where he puts where he's putting on. He has a suit on is like a court date, right? Because if he's being held responsible for the murder of Mysterio. Why, why else is uh, Tom Holland going to be wearing a suit? Yeah, why? that's a good point. Hmm. Interesting. So for those of you who haven't seen the trailer, watch it. I guess we should have warned you to go watch it before we, before we did this I little mean, audio segment. But, uh, three minutes but, of silence. Like yeah. You watched it. So yeah, I'm I'm excited though. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Marvel movies. Were those three minutes of silence for Armada? Oh, 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 there's somebody, somebody out there <laughs> going, no, too soon. Man, if, if Peter Parker knew about, if you guys recall in the Captain Marvel movie, those alien creatures called the Skrull that could change their appearance. If only Peter Parker knew about that and went to, uh, uh, oh, Nick, uh, Nick, Nick Fury, Fury or Talos we went to Nick Fury be like hey Nick Fury can uh, we borrow one of those scrolls turn into Peter Parker and just show Peter Parker standing next to Spider-Man just be like hey no not true not not the same person <laughs> right apparently he had to go to Doctor Strange and change all of uh, their current timeline <laughs> Yeah, Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, let's let's talk about that. Like him changing the timeline. Like what? What is Dion? Dion, you really gotta center this video if you're gonna keep playing it. I'm sorry. I just I'm. It's centered on on mine. (laughs) I know, I know, know, but you still got William Defoe just staring me down over there. But anyways, uh, yeah, Doctor Strange. I mean, he. He he seems uh, particularly out of character compared to his role in like infinity war and especially infinity war you, there wasn't a lot of them in endgame but like for someone who i guess maybe maybe he is the pretty rebellious person who was like always looking for the crazier and crazier magic yeah he's, so he, he's I, always I been very it. ambitious so like him yeah. trying to do big things is more of a challenge for him and not a like taboo yeah I, I could see that yeah i mean this is probably the first time he had a real reason to cast this time altering spell there's not really time it's pretty what does it exactly do it makes everybody is it a memory spell it's it's something hmm. universe affecting because he said like the consequence of uh peter messing around in the middle of that spell was Oh, something multiverse just happened. Big problem. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that goes, so that goes into deeper theories, I guess. This is this is releasing before Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Multiverse of Madness is uh, March or April, I think. Mm-hmm. So this is this is probably what called the Spider-Man well, events yeah, likely link to it. Yeah, that and Loki and all of it just Wanda Loki this like all of it just kind of. Yeah, there's a bunch of plainer. stuff that will culminate in that one. I think it's Multiverse the... of Madness might be a pretty big step in this multiverse series. Dude, I think it's. Do you, or, uh, what do, I say? do you think it's going to be like the Civil War of this phase where it's going to have the most like cameos? It might be Though. a bit early, maybe. I mean, it, it is like we have no idea what the next Avengers film is because we're only getting the characters films that have other characters in them. Like it's centered around Doctor Stranger. Yeah. Like this is centered around Spider-Man with other people influence which is realistically probably uh a more uh logical way to move forward with the next phases because all these heroes came together just recently to take care of thanos so like why wouldn't there be other characters helping out the other focal point heroes in their own movies there's always the funny like memes out there pictures where there's like crazy big bad guy trying to do something to the entire world and on this one person from their movie is helping out and everyone else is just sitting there drinking coffee just like watching tv <laughs> they're all superheroes that could be helping them oh you're talking about the eternals no <laughs> maybe <laughs> they weren't I mean, they, allowed they... to interfere they stay they open the trailers with that we weren't allowed to interfere with the, the humans why I mean, not? Because Mickey Mouse said so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I well, mean, that was for. Oh, go, go for it. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Wrap, wrap. Oh. No. I mean, we we're just talking about, like you said, the, the rabbit hole that is uh, like these movies and what, what it can ultimately end. But I'm. Uh. It depends on if they're keeping the spoilers for Loki, the Loki big bad. Uh, in Loki, or if that's going to cross over to um, the actual series. So I, I, I am there, I'm actually there curious. Been, there has been an announced, there, there's an already announced movie that is confirmed what happened in Loki will also have that in the other movie. I'm not going to say the movie. I'm not going to say what it is from Loki. If you want to look it up, go for it. If you want to be surprised, enjoy when it happens. I think I, I'm just curious. I want to do it too early to 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 call prediction from you guys. Like, who will be that that pinnacle fatty that will be like the what brings the Avengers together to close this phase out? Oh, I already like I it's, mean, it's it, actually it's, it actually it's, is obvious, and it's it, like you think it's Kang? Yeah, it's yeah, it's got to be. Kang I don't think it's Kang. Around. I don't think I, it'll be him. It's hundred percent. Because you do, That's... you do Kang this phase, so then you could get Galactus. Yeah, you got you go up, but once you get to Galactus, the question is like, all right, <laughs> well, what, what are we the, doing now? <laughs> yeah, you got to scale it back down again. You, then you got to go I, back to Hell's Kitchen. I actually think it might actually be. Uh, you see, I'm going to go a little bit further. I, I think Kang is going to be the catalyst, but I think uh, Doom is going to to kind of supersede that um that that title of like who's the biggest baddie and i do I agree know. that like the celestials and the like the the galactus type 
will probably be saved for later because once you hit once you hit that level like what are you gonna do so another there, human on there i think there is a comic string of stories and and a series that deals with dr doom becoming very powerful either bad or good it's in the i think it's called the secret wars secret mm -hmm. wars mm -hmm. um yep. i will you might be able to clarify then if that if dr doom was i thought he was actually part good or helpful for a bit and then maybe went bad i don't know uh, yeah. he basically collides the multiverse and then uh, it through ridiculous stuff <laughs> dr doom magic of course he he gets everybody to fight different he basically pits the realities against each other uh so that they have to fight each other so their reality survives which, like, of course, that's how a comic book... Just everybody punch each other. That's how it's all about. So, I yeah. mean, that's very possible. Like, if they're yeah, trying to world-build with, like, the What If series and these different things, Sam Raimi universe, if they're mm -hmm. trying to build this, not just MCU-verse, but, like, all of Marvel-verse, and then they want a reason to put that... Or, like, a way to put them all into all one right. thing... You could do Secret Wars. But uh, the, earlier this week, uh, again, this is not a spoiler because it's already, it already happened. At a convention, the, the writer for Secret Wars already basically said, yeah, uh, Marvel MCU, Marvel MCU uh, Studios already reached out to me to get the rights for like all this and just make sure that all the all the Secret Wars stuff. Was, I mean, it, I, Secret I assume Wars they want to like pull from potentially everything. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. why not? That's just that's just money. That's just that's a money printer. Let's just yeah. keep but, making but cool stuff. I, I I think Doom will do it because even in, in in some of the comics, Doom actually partnered with Kang and actually like. Ooh man, I don't know. Took I, Kang. I, out. I really tried to like the new Fantastic Four, and it was so bad. Like they really, really well, got to make sure they're, they're they got they got to redo it again. It, they they got to make sure that's so good. Oh it's, yeah. They have to. It's it is funny to go on Disney Plus and they have like the MCU section and as you scroll down and they, they I forget what the title of it is but it's like they they include the old X Men movies and the Fantastic mm -hmm. Four in this line of like other Marvel stuff <laughs> like it's very clearly not the MCU it's pretty great but yeah I do agree they got to do something they got to do something with the Fantastic Four because like that's a, it's they're so iconic in comic books and there's there's been three three attempts to launch the fantastic four and all of them have failed yeah but you, you got mcu has a has like a good it has a good record handle but, but how yeah. are you what what we haven't seen let, let me let me make sure let me double so they have they've built these individual hero movies with like casts around them and the success has been bringing them together in things like the Avengers and stuff like that. The Fantastic Four flops because you have four main characters and the movie has failed to build up and have you really care about all four characters plus some of the weird decisions that they make along the way. I think it's a, the problem is that it's a cast of four. And I'm, I'm curious, for instance, like with the Eternals, they have yeah. this... this uh, 
Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, the, the, yeah. and that's that's an example. But it took mul- like they did a great job of building. But really, th- they started with Quell, it, right? It, like it, it turned. Uh, well, say, you have I, to center it around a person, and then from that person, you get the supporting cast. So Quill, sure. Star Lord, was the main character, right? And then the other characters were. But support, who's the who's the, the, who's the main relief. character in 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 Fantastic Four then? Reed uh, Richards. Yeah, it's Reed Richards, of course. Reed Richards every time. Yeah. I mean, I, I am actually where you bring up Eternals. I'm actually really worried about that movie because for that exact reason of like 12 characters, like I can't even name them all uh, of who's supposed to be in charge of that movie. So. It's the wannabe well, Superman. Might, it's Salma Hayek. It's not even not even her hero name. Just Salma <laughs> Hayek. Well, no, and, then, and then you go through like Rob Stark, John Snow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The so, actors, or the I mean, uh, characters from Game of Thrones, the actors. I, mean, are in it. Yeah. I think what might happen at the end of Eternals is we're going to find out which one of them's actually matter because I feel like a few of them are going to bite the dust during the movie. Probably, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. And then we I think never, that... we may never see those Eternals again, though. That might be a real, actual one-off movie. And I think my, my, one of my other questions, is, of course, we have uh, Shang Chi coming out in in the month, month and a half. Some, mm-hmm. Something this of that sort. Uh, it's September third, I thought. So it's, it's the third. All right. So, so this this is around like around the corner, and this is this is a character I know I'm not familiar with him, but I mean they're 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 doing a standalone movie and he's part of the MCU. So I'm curious to see how is he going to fit in this whole this next the phase. Bad guy has been. Uh, so the ba- the bad guy in this is is more. I'm familiar I was gonna say be be careful because that could be a spoiler for people. Yeah, I'm just saying right. the bad guy in this is uh, is I, I'm familiar with more than Shang Chi himself. So we'll potentially, find out. if if because they have not specifically said who he is, but I have heard rumors of who the bad guy is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and it's not a failed actor. I, so, so Dion, similar to you, I don't know a lot about the actual hero uh, himself, but I'm going into this without prior research into anything. I just want them to tell me the story. Exactly. If it catches my interest enough, I will look at it further and see, in you know, in comic, it's Wikipedia, things like that, to explain like, oh, that's that, this, this, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some. There, I'm hoping that for for people who are like fans and have have like they they're familiar with the character that there is some of that that sparkle. Like when we watch Star Wars movies, we see those things in the background. Where we're like, oh, that's this, that's that. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some of that. But yeah, definitely, I'm, I'm going in without any research. Uh, me and the misses have have a date night planned, and we just go, <laughs> we just go and find out, and we'll report back. But yeah, th- there's been our, our little um, Marvel MCU Let's cast. call it our crisis protocol <laughs> segment. <laughs> Research. We're researching for that game, right? It all that, loops back to AMG. Right. The last thing I want to talk about with this, this the Spider-Man trailer, though, is this picture right here. All right? It's, look at these colors. Those look like Infinity Stone colors. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> Infinity Stones are like all the colors, though. Right? I know, yeah, there's but a rainbow, like it's Infinity Stones. I don't know, man. Or, uh, no, the Kang, the at, at 
the the Kang spider lines breaking were some colors like this as well. I don't know, man. Time stone, reality stone, space stone, mind stone over here. Look, a little if bit. you watch the Loki, oh, that is five. Series. Yeah, you're all right. Say, that if, is if five. You, if you watch the Loki series, you'll see how much they downplay those. I, I know, so, I know. I, I don't know how much they want them to matter it's, again. It's great. It's great. <laughs> well, uh, what is it? The grand, whatever the old, the old ancient one. Um, basically said, oh, you don't want these stones because these stones will break the timeline. Well, guess what? <laughs> I'm like broken. It's broken. <laughs> All right, guys. I, you know, I'm just going for reach. Why not? Why not? But anyway, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, it is time to say goodnight. Be smart. Be safe. Gold Squadron out.